I'm Review Cultist. I'm Mikey. The E stands for evil. And I'm the Gamer in Yellow. And we're here to discuss those internet stories, most creepy and most pasta, and be critically silly doing it. Tonight we have, for SCP-Sember, or SCP-Sember, um, D-Class-Sember, um, and SCP-Phil-December. That's what we're doing, guys. That's, that's, the, that's, that's, the, uh, that's the gimmick this month. <laughs> um, we're doing an SCP-3983. Uh, SCP um so kind of continuing on with our our entries of ca- uh, command uh cadaver commander and hit and their uh their entries um that's all seem kind of connected the the deeper we go see, like the, the I, person I look who... in, so i go into the bottom of the page i look up the history and i go to the far the, the earliest um oh, the earliest, okay. uh, uh yeah the earliest known um uh revision basically Okay. Of the entries is how I'm is how I'm I'm assuming that is how yeah. like how how to figure it out. Um. Also, like in in the tags, cadaver does pop up, but that might also for this one it might just be like you know prevalent to the entity. Yeah. <laughs> but um. But yeah, it, it, it seems is like, good that they hide the um the submitters. Yeah. It keeps it in like it keeps, keeps it in more uh, stuff. Immersive. That's the word that I always use, and I forgot temporarily. Please continue. That's fine. Um. But yeah, so yeah, we're doing SCP three ninety three. It's by, it's it's uh, as far as I can tell, it's by Ca- uh, Cadaver Commander, and they've been doing the last few SCPs that we've been doing for this month. Um, and uh, so the rundown for this one: um, there's this cave. It's inside the Tonga Trench uh, in the Pacific Ocean. Uh, there is a dais platform in the cave with two high relief statues of eldritch things on either side of the of a pile of corpses. Um, in various and the the corpses are in various states of decay uh, between these statues. Uh, the SCP um, Foundation has been monitoring the situation in the cave with a drone, so that's why we're able to get like documentation about it and such. Um, <clears throat> the statue on the left is depicting uh, of an ad is a depiction of an admiral of sorts, uh, cowled and bearing an anchor. Uh, there is unreadable Rongo Rongo uh, glyphs and swirling patterns uh, about the statue. The statue on the right is a mass of various limbs, antlers, and tentacles with similarly, with, with uh, not similarly, with Akkadian cuneiform writing, uh, which has been translated to she who, be- she who births and devours all, who sows and harvests, who grants sickness and health, she who is without rest. Um, once each day at a time roughly coinciding with sunrise, a corpse from the pile will animate, go to the dais, and speak clearly regardless of its state of being. Uh, it will then proclaim a message which will either send it to the side of the admiral or the tentacled monster. Uh, this is observed when it vanishes in either a blue or green light respectfully, uh, and one of the statues exhibits some kind of reaction as a result to the proclamation. And there are always different reactions. It's not just dependent on what side they go to. Yeah, it's just like... Either like yeah, like once only one side will react based on like what is proclaimed, um, but it is always kind of different. Like one was like like water or condensation kind of dripped on one. Um, 
another one is like uh, a type of a type of ivy grew from the tentacle monster and then immediately like withered and died or mm-hmm. blood will congeal. <laughs> um, the second last documented instance uh, showed a skeleton of a child uh, not taking not not talking or proclaiming anything, but rather shivering in place as though cold. Uh, it was then that the tentacled statue actually moved from its uh, uh, from its space uh, to try and snatch up the skeletal child with a tentacle. However, the admiral st- uh, statue rose up to defend or claim the child first. Um, and then the last instance uh, documented revealed a third option, apparently, to the proclamations uh, as the corpse um, stepped forward and said it chooses its own way, uh, at which point a new entity exploded onto the scene, literally, um, formed of of shadow and donning a rather American persona, um, came up to the, uh, uh, to the corpse, uh, and after a brief exchange, left the premises with the corpse in a very similar fashion to how it appeared. Uh, apparently, this entity out. is connected... Yeah, it basically just bamps out. Uh, like... like uh, Nightcrawler. Night that's a, yeah. I was, I was like, I wanted to say Nightwalker. I was like, nope, that's not the word. Um, so apparently, this entity is also connected to SCP three eight nine nine. And for further documentation, we'll we'll go into that further later. Um, so uh, that's that's basically the end of the of the SCP entity uh, that we're focusing on, which is three nine eight three. So yeah, um, grammar positions. Everyone tolerates it. We have at least two people now that moderately tolerate it. <laughs> yes. Um, there's somebody on the SC, uh, on our on one of our YouTube uh, comments who's like, I'm you know I moderately uh, tolerate the uh, grammar position. <laughs> <laughs> moderately tolerate. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. That's I'll fine. Think. I mean, that's all we. That's all we. Yeah. That's all weeks. Um, so uh, does anybody have grammar positions? Because I don't. I do not. Uh, I have a two sentence it story. Cool. All right. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's worth doing. <laughs> and now, a two-sentence it story with Mikey. The E stands for evil. Take it away. Its face is obscured by a hooded cowl. It consists of an array of biological structures. However, its specific form is difficult to determine. Finn. Uh, actually, you're not done. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm staring right now at one of them in my quotes <laughs> that you did not do. <laughs> Sorry, let, let, me, let me let me just let me just uh, it's it's in brackets, so I, I could understand maybe why you why you'd miss it. But it continues, and then it goes on to the description of the SCP. Oh wait, that's something I did. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Uh, that's <laughs> wow. <laughs> that's Sorry, I was so overzealous there for a second. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you idiot! You missed one. Ha! Oh, ah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Thanks, it's fine. I'm keeping that in <laughs> to show my own idiocy. It's fine. Uh, but yeah, okay. Um, so then that's it for your grammar. Do you have nothing else? Yep. Yeah, this one was was pretty well f- formatted. Otherwise, I was expecting unnecessarily long run-on sentences. But like, I was even stopping to check to see. No, they're not really run-ons anywhere. I mean, I mean, you know, like it, it depends on like how well or how how many people have like viewed it and like edited the 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 thing. Because I mean, these things go through several iterations and revisions. Like they're always mm. being improved on. 
uh, yeah. according to the history of the uh, of the uh, articles. So uh, then I guess I guess we'll move on to actual thoughts. Wow, this is going to be a short one, guys. <laughs> Maybe. Um, so um, I'm going to start with this one. Uh, special containment procedure. Due to its remote location, physical containment of SCP-3983 is unnecessary. And then it continues and then goes uh, on to eventually like describe the, the SCP entry in like a separate uh, format or in a separate uh, like paragraph and such. And, you know, we don't we don't. I don't. I don't think we've brought this up um, before with SCPs, but I like the. I like regarding the layout and like the format um, in this one specifically. I like how we have like it gives us this the the special containment procedure first, and then it gives us the description of the thing that's being contained. Like it adds a little bit of mystique or a tease um, before you get into it. Um, it also allows like that kind of like having the, S- the, the the containment procedures first and then the descriptor of what is actually being contained also allows for fun little things in the SCP entries, I think, where like you can give something like a very serious, like hard, like use of containment procedure, like, oh, it's got to be in a giant iron bound box. No, like cameras are, are, are only microphones so that we can tell like if it's moving and stuff. Um, and then, and then reveal in the description that it's basically just a cute little puppy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then also go in and say that the puppy will redacted. <laughs> yeah. If, 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 if unleashed, like definitely, there's definitely a, um, room and for variety of creative ways to play around with that format. And I, and again, for this one specifically, like, I like how, like, I, I just realized like, while I was reading this one, I was like, man, like, it's really good. Like that they have like the the containment procedures and then go into the description exactly what is the 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 thing that we're trying to contain in this one. Yeah, because with most SCPs, like when they're talking about a containment thing, they either say they can't but they want to, or they can, but it gets yeah. out. But this one it's like it's unnecessary. So yeah, like the like, I'm like, why is it unnecessary? Yeah, like regarding the last one we did with um uh the the Hall and Hank. Like I think <clears> it's like uh, he can't be contained, or this SCP like has has failed containment, or like we haven't been able to contain it. Blah blah blah. And then it goes in. It's like it's just like an old fisherman, like along that that walks wanders around the the eastern seaboard. And blah, blah. oh, by the way, every time he casts something out in the ocean, he draws up like a, a kaiju sized eldritch horror <laughs> that we have to put down. <laughs> yep. His name is Hank, and uh, it yeah, goes exactly. into all these, like, normal things after. <laughs> exactly. Like that's what I love about it. It's like like it it thro- it's it's very. The bureaucratic, uh, like horror and bullshit, is is what makes this like this type of writing and narrate, uh, like narrative, very fun. Yeah. Um, to play around with. So, uh, and then and then moving on to the actually the description itself. So, uh, SCP three nine eight three is a cave, the entrance of which is approximately ten thousand eight hundred meters below the surface of the Southern Pacific Ocean, in the horizon deep of the Tonga Trench. So I actually I actually looked up the Tonga Trench. And I have to admit, I've never actually considered what makes those deep trenches in the ocean. <laughs> like, I think I've taken it for granted. And I've just like, I know what the Marianas Trench is and like the really deep, like some of those like deep abysses that are in the ocean, like from horror movies and sci-fi movies like The Abyss or um, uh, or The Meg and stuff. But like, I never actually put any thought into exactly how they're created. So Further googling like trend, like ocean trenches and stuff, I, I discovered that um uh so they are created by the uh, the tectonic plates 
like like they're basically the reason why we have like ocean trenches and stuff is because they're basically the 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 focus point uh from which like two tr- uh, two tectonic plates on the earth are converging down and going under each other um okay. yeah they're actually they're actually like a geological like reason for it like and like it makes 100% sense is that they're because like the crust of the earth is constantly shifting over the span of like millions of years so like it's it's while it appears stationary to us if you were to fast forward the planet you'd actually see them like slowly moving down yeah um and it's also no surprise that like a bunch of the islands that are around these trenches are basically just along uh are, are created by volcanoes that are uh the result of like that those those tectonic plates as well like the um i think this one's like by like the tonga trench is right next to a like a chain of islands that are basically created by volcanoes um mm. as a result of the tectonic movements so yeah, I was learning a bunch of like new stuff about the ocean at <laughs> this one. Um, furthermore, on that, um, so like the Marianas Trench is a giant V. Like it's a str- like when you look at it, it's it's a straight V shape um, that goes down into the into the ocean. Um, whereas the Tonga Trench veers off on an angle as a result of the convergent point of the two tectonic plates. So there's actually like it's actually on a slant and on a lip, or it has like a lip of tectonic crust. Um, so you're actually going like instead of it being a V, it's almost like a like a talon. I guess yeah. wide at the top and it comes down to a point, but it's bent. Yeah, and you're going. It's, you're actually going down a slope on an angle, and you're and there's rock above you if you go down deep enough. So it's an interesting like it, it, like it's and it's again just a result of like how the tectonic plates are like um, how how they are like interacting with one another. And and it's because like basically like one tectonic plate is shifting underneath another, and so that's why we have that lip on it. So it's like wow, that's actually really cool, and still also terrifying because like can you imagine going down into this trench, this like giant abyss, and and looking up and not seeing like the blue like or like the blue water, but just seeing this like like overhang <laughs> as you're going under it. <laughs> yeah, it's quite weird. Yeah, it would be. Mad. Yeah, it would be. I could I could see like the kind of almost like the um the. Uh, uh, not cosmic horror, but like the, the the gargantuan horror of it, like because like it's almost like this giant maw you're walking, you're you're swimming into, or you're you're diving into, um, and that's just even without like any weird supernatural shit. It's just like the Earth. <laughs> yeah, that's just the Earth being the Earth and weird. Exactly. Um, and uh, then we move on to like another part of the descriptor here, um, an as yet undecipherable in- inscription of Rongo Rongo glyphs is carved into the wall above the relief. This piece is designated SCP-398301. And this is like about the uh, the Admiral himself and uh, the, the Rongo Rongo glyphs, which again, more Googling because um, I was I was interested to see if like what these things meant because I've never really heard about it. So I Googled Rongo Rongo glyphs and it is a as yet decipherable writing system found on Easter Island. So there are some guesses as to what is being written or deciphered on these like large likes uh, on, on when the glyphs have popped up on the island of uh, on, on Easter Island. Um, like some people think that it might be gene- uh, genealogical or maybe even some kind of calendar information. But since the Rapa Nui people of Easter Island don't really exist anymore, we have no idea what their, their writing system it was meant for. If it was a writing yeah. system to begin with, like, and, and if it is, it would be one of the first, um, uh, first, uh, one of the earliest examples of an independent writing system uh, on Earth. If we, if we are, we were able to like properly decipher it and like translate it. But unfortunately, no one. We wiped them uh, due to centuries of of like 
you know, either like outside influence or the mystery of Easter Island itself, because they like the, the people of Rapa Nui weren't really there. There weren't that many of them left when, when outside people started showing up and like wiping them out or taking them as slaves and yada, yada. Human history is terrible. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and that's also like adds up like to the, uh, the whole thing. Cause Easter Island is also known famous for the, the giant Easter Island heads. Um, mm. And we still don't know any much about them and like how they created them and why they created them um and such like that so like if you i I honestly like encourage anybody listening who's interested in the rongo rongo glyphs uh, and easter island itself to go actually look it up because it's an interesting mystery outside of the scp entry did you look up what they the the rongo rongo glyphs look like yeah what do they kind of look like uh let me let me let me quickly uh look at uh send uh, send you guys a link uh rongo rongo it's it's pretty interesting because it's almost like uh, like it, it's an interesting like glyph system because it's almost like a writing. It it, it looks like um, uh, it looks like the Nazca lines, but like as hieroglyphs is is the best way I could like I, I can interpret it. Uh, but let me let me just quickly send you guys the link. Like we have a few things like and like there there's a couple of attempts on the Wikipedia to like uh to um to try and decipher some of the symbols, but we have no idea what they mean like in context to the the culture. Like yeah, like we know there's a couple of them like like there's like fish. Palm tree, man standing, crayfish. Yeah, just because they <laughs> like those things. Yeah, exactly. But like, lozenges. They, what? What did it say? Lozenges. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> lozenges. Aren't, aren't, aren't those like a modern thing? <laughs> I mean, the the it might be. Uh, let me look it up. Lozenges. A lozenge is a rhombus or a diamond shape. Oh, okay, which makes sense. Yeah. Because lozenges well, like is. like are generally like t- like the tablet themselves are usually like in the diamond shape. So okay, I learned a thing. It might also be like a different word because lozenge there is is spelled with a Z, where lozenge is usually spelled with an S with oh. with regard to your throat, like the, the yeah, thing that helps yeah. your throat. Yeah, that's why I was confused. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it's a really interesting like pictograph um, uh, system that I actually really like because it's all like. It, at a glance, it's like what? What? It's just all squiggly. It's like no. <laughs> it looks like it, it actually has like a pattern to it, which is really cool. So, um, so yeah, I'm learning some things in this episode in in the, uh, reading up this SCP. Mm-hmm. It's interesting to see like that. And again, I encourage anybody listening who's interested in like the Rongo Rongo glyphs uh, and like to look up that and the Easter Island mystery because like the whole that whole island is weird and and cool with the uh, what with the giant heads and and such. And like the the missing people, the missing like uh, civilization that existed there, maybe. <laughs> um, Why maybe? Well, I I, I mean like the, the, there's there's a lot of conjecture about uh, revolving like the people of Easter Island because like we don't know much about them. <laughs> I mean, someone sculpted the Easter Island heads. Yeah, but how? Well, and that's you know what that's funny is like you say that like there's straight up like at least in the '90s there was a lot of mystery like a lot of like mystery surrounding the Easter Islands was generally pointed at, oh, it had to be aliens, because, like, let's not give hum- early human history credit for, for creating giant monoliths, like, you know, giant yeah. pyramids or the uh, giant <laughs> rock formations. Like, no way, like, these simple people who have, like, mathematics and, and, and manpower could have done this without no, modern not. technology. Yeah, no, exactly. Impossible. Like, I'm definitely, I, I've, I've definitely, like, curtailed my opinion on, like, on on monoliths and and structures of human history 
since I since I was younger. Like when I was younger, I was like, yeah, aliens definitely did the pyramids, guys. And then it's like, no, 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 young me. <laughs> like <laughs> along with yeah. enjoying the like mystery of it and the what ifs. Yeah. But if you just go overboard with it and you're ignoring facts, then that's when it becomes a problem. Yeah. Or or ignoring the fact like the fact that like early humans were capable of a great many things. <laughs> like we yeah, for sure. like we were able to do stuff without like we we were able to to, to create things like engineering projects from like practically like maybe not day 1, but pretty early on. I mean the wheel Exactly. Like, I mean, <laughs> if we can create the wheel, God's willing, we can create um, engineering projects to help us use that wheel to create bigger things. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, uh, anyway, I digress. <laughs> um, what down a rabbit tangent, hole. just based <laughs> off of yeah. you saying Rongo Rongo glyphs. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, that's what this SCP kind of did for me. Was like uh, it would it would name off something. I was like, all right, I need to Google this. Oh man, yeah. what the hell's this? <laughs> um. So moving on to um, uh, this is like a large quote regarding the uh, the entity, the two statues. So like left scene depicts a thin humanoid figure uh, draped in rags across this figure. Shoulders is slung a large admiralty patterned anchor uh, roughly as long as the figure is tall, three meters, which uh, with angular flukes, Uh, the figure is slightly hunched, presumably due to its weight, the weight of its implement that it bears. Its face is obscured by a hooded cloak, or sorry, a hooded cowl. Uh, the area around the central figure is carved into swirling, uh, simple swirling patterns. These likely depict uh, the presence of wind or wa- ocean waves. And then the the right scene is a highly complex is highly complex and detailed. Uh, it consists of an array of biological structures. However, its specific form is difficult to determine. Distinct elements include tentacles crustacean claws, insect legs, barnacles, coral, antlers, and what appear to be portions of human skeleton, including spine, limbs, and skulls. Uh, these elements are present uh, are presented apparently at random, and while there is a suggestion of a central mass of some kind, it is specific its specific makeup is unclear. Uh, and then it goes into the inscription of in Acadian, which is like, she who births the mother, or she who births and devours all, who sow and harvest, who grant sickness and health, who he, she who is without rest. Um, so for my Cthulhu would make it better <laughs> segment, I posit some ideas regarding the, uh, the ent- uh, like, if you were to use this, this, this SCP entry for like a Delta Green game or a Cthulhu game of some kind, or like, for like mythos oriented stuff. So the figure on the left, uh, I posit is perhaps a nautical avatar of the King in yellow, uh, perhaps the tattered Admiral. Um, I'm oddly fine with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it could also be um, an avatar of Nodens, who was the God of the sea and hunt from the dreamlands uh, cycles. Um, the, the creature on the right. Did you also say that oh. I'm like finished. Yeah. Did you also say that Holland Hank is possibly Nodens <laughs> as well? Yes, I did. Which <laughs> I mean, you know what? Honestly, Holland Hank might this might be a depiction of Holland Hank. Oh, true. <laughs> or, yeah, it might or, be. Or even his patron god, like the thing that mm. the thing that whispers to him. True is that what, is what I'm kind of thinking. Yeah, like no, Holland Hank might not even be an avatar of of the god. He might just be like an immortal cultist um, who's been given like a ton of power as a result. Mm. So, um, 
again, because this series is this and like two other, uh, at least two to three other SCP entries that we've, we're, we're tackling here are connected by the author. I, I'm thinking there is some kind of like genuine connection that is in the background of all these. Yeah. Um, but continuing on with my, uh, my, my mythos uh, quandary here, uh, the creature on the right, um, to me, is either a nautical avatar of Shabnigroth, the Lovecraftian uh, fertility goddess to which all life in all its terrible and profane forms came from. Um, basically, it's like, yeah, it, it is. She is basically like the mother of all life, uh, of all biological life in all its horrendousness. Um, and the other idea I have for this is that uh, as a kind of a counter or as kind of a um, a connection for the uh, the admiral, like as the adversary kind of like the adversarialness that they seem to have. Um, this could also be an avatar of Nyarlathotep, the Crawling Chaos, who um, has thousands of of masks, I do in quotes, which are basically just a name for all of his different avatars. And he, they're all v- widely different, but they're all widely terrible. <laughs> like, there's the... Um, uh, there, it, one is like a giant bloated uh, mother creature that um, from, from in China. There's one in Africa in one of the mythos things... Um, that is like a giant, like three, like tripod esque, like um, I think it's called like the crawling tongue. And it's just like a giant, horrible, like kaiju sized tripod monster with like a whiplash, like t- uh, t- uh, tapered, like bit, like a tongue um, for a head. Um, there's Wait, a like whole a head is a tongue. Yeah, basically a tongue and, and teeth. <laughs> What's its body? Uh, tripod. Here's... Like just it's just like li- like three gangly, uh, spindly limbs. That, so like, it's a tongue that has le- legs coming out of the tongue. Yeah, it, it's called the. the bl- yeah, this thing's called. It's called the bloody tongue. Is is the uh, the form it takes, um, or is what it's known as by its cultists. Um, and this is from um, the, the 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 RPG campaign uh, Masks of Nyarlathotep, where you're going globe trotting across the, the the world, hunting down Nyarlathotep tri or Nyarlathotep um, uh, cults. Mm. Um, here, let me pull up a uh, an image of. Uh, of uh, of of the bloody tongue. That bloody tongue. And you at home could check out um, Nyarlathotep and the bloody tongue. Uh, it's the uh, it's the second image in this one. I was gonna say the giant, the one with the red uh, like tip. <laughs> yeah. The first one has the best logo on its mask. Oh yeah. Well, these are this is from Chaosium, which is the guys who um, do like they they're the ones who created the uh, the the Call of Cthulhu uh, tabletop RPG. So okay, so the tongue thing has a body. It, yeah, it does like have a body. The body yeah. is the tongue. You're like, yeah, yeah. I, I, I remember. Like, I, I, I mean, there's different depictions you can do of it, but yeah, yeah I, I remember it of like as just like being this like tripod with a giant tongue monster thing on the on the front on the top. Um, but yeah, um, like something like basically, I, w- I wouldn't be surprised if like if you wanted to use this in a like a Nyarlathotep Noden's like thing, because like there is definitely some kind of adversarial like. Uh, like competition going on between the two statue entities um, in the, in this cave. And there in, in the mythos Nodens and Nyarlathotep are, are nemesi to each other. So um, it could be like that. They're basically like gathering sacrifices or like soldiers for their, for their own armies that they're going to combat with against each other. Yeah. Cause it does seem like that's kind of what happens here. Like given the, the, like with the, the, the judgment dais and like the person's like proclamation um, makes them choose a side basically. So yeah, it seems like it. 
yeah drafted for two different militaries exactly yeah if you want to take it into like yeah like a simple military term uh it could also just be like a type of like afterlife like for sacrifices like maybe uh these the the the, the corpse pile there um reg- like it, it it's it's being generated like whenever whenever a cult uh somewhere in the world makes a sac a human sacrifice the body just teleports to this cave <laughs> yeah um so and, and that's the, the story didn't say specifically that um the, the pile is being added to. It's just there's a pile. There's just a never-ending pile, it seems, of corpses. Because <laughs> every day a body comes out of that pile. So yeah, I mean, there could also just be a huge long tunnel behind the pile that is just filled with bodies. <laughs> that just like they just keep pumping them through. Mm. Like it's just a giant meat queue, <laughs> like a giant meat line. Yeah, fair. Um, and like, this is just me like kind of spilling Cthulhu mythos all over this story. I feel like there's definitely some kind of mythos, maybe not the Cthulhu mythos, but like, um, cadaver commanders like own like mythos that they're like putting into the store, into these stories as it keeps going. Cause like, it's just like, there's gotta be something going on. Cause like, there's definite connections between this one and like several other SCP entries. Um, I mean, yeah, this is the third in the, in a row that has, um, nautical themes and like horrible com- uh, amalgamations of like flesh and body parts as one yeah. thing and and connections like, to an thing on the right horror. is basically that as well yeah yeah and connections to an eldritch to eldritch horrors or something like that so mm-hmm. and like eldritch horror is not not um what's the word not um uh, exclusive to the cthulhu mythos like you can have other mythoses uh, and other creative ventures that have eldritch horrors and just not be the Cthulhu mythos. So, yeah, um, it's it's the miracle of writing, a creative writing. You can, you can have your own things. <laughs> you can you can make your own version of things. Um, so I guess eldritch is like a um, it's a classification of a like a type of being and stuff, but that classification isn't specifically uh, Lovecraftian. Yeah, I mean it. It's it stemmed from Lovecraftian, but I mean, like, lo- like again, once you once you move away from like Lovecraft himself, like even even he had a ma- like a, a large circle of of friends and like and uh, fellow writers who were writing uh, their own like eldritch monsters and and gods and stuff like that. And then like from there, we have like the new wave of Lovecraftian horror, which is basically um, like the stuff that people are writing now. Yeah, about love, and and they're not specifically like tied to the Cthulhu mythos. They're just their own like mythos or cycle that they're making um, about so, their own gods and stuff. So I got a question for you. Yeah. Um, without you googling it, mm-hmm. um, what would you classify like, um, in your head? Make quick two two simple monsters: one eldritch, one not eldritch, but they're similar. To explain the difference as what an eldritch monster would be comparatively to something else. Um. So basically, Eldritch for me, anyway. Um, if it is like cosmically ancient, um, unknowable, like we don't have, like we can't, like we don't comprehend it as a person, and it's got lots of tentacles. <laughs> okay, um, that, that's a, that's that's, that's a, generally a, that's it. Right <laughs> yeah, like um, I would actually cons- I would posit that the the necromorphs and their late stage, like the Brethren Moon stage of the Dead Space universe, are Eldritch entities. Like they are mm-hmm. alien cosmic monsters of of that that use flesh and 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 other physical materials to manifest themselves in the real world in the in the physical world. Um, mm-hmm. That's that to me. That's eldritch. Um, or something like a ghost that's come back to kill someone, or 
something like that or a demon isn't eldritch yeah well uh, yeah a demon demon also kind of bears the line like there's different types of demons but yeah like demon generally wouldn't um i would not consider eldritch i would consider those like more like infernal um because they stem from the uh, like an infernal reality uh or an infernal Mm -hmm. realm they're generally there's a basis there for that like or eldritch beings generally alien yeah generally they are because like yeah because again um the uh they all ste- like the the term and like the the kind of the 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 moniker of, and like title or of what have you stems from lovecraft stuff where uh he was presenting that everything like all these gods and monsters and stuff that that uh have come down from earth uh come down to earth they're not they're supernatural but they are supernatural in that they are alien or dimensional beings like things from yeah. other realities that come that have come here not specifically like magic like even in, even in his writing magic was just a type of science that we had not that we had not uh fully discovered yeah it's like, a, it's called it's not a, like an assassin creed situation kind of um it, it's uh they they actually like use a uh, more like they actually think use like sci-fi terms uh that uh, just seem like magic like I, I was playing odyssey the other day and in the dlc there's a uh, you get like a magical uh to your character who's from greece a seemingly magical uh like shroud that heals people and then like the ancient the big old like precursor dude uh who's who's uh who who wanted you to get it for for some sick people he uh he says that like specifically that there's nanite um uh, nanite technology inside the uh the weave of the of the shroud that um regenerates cells and stuff like that so it's specifically like a science a sci-fi like blend of it whereas um like magic in 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 lovecraft is like supposed to be like a profane like reality bending math called hypergeometry like oh, okay. you can you can change the very fabric of reality by punching in the right equation <laughs> hmm. so it's almost like a a, a reality coding of sorts but yeah, like yeah. by doing by using it you have to like you still have to use like things like uh like like blood um or something potent like that or even like a person's like willpower uh or their soul in quotes Mm-hmm. to uh like you, you re- it requires sacrifices to like to actually have it activate and such so yeah, you don't just plug a usb into it charge it up and use it yeah okay. yeah i get it yeah so it, yeah like it's crazy how just like one or two little tweaks to something like talking about the um the technology it being a weird tech changes it so much from it being uh, eldritch tech to like assassin's creed where it's just actually super science but just a couple yeah. of tweaks and it's so different yeah, and really, it just kind of boils down to the definition because, like, early yeah. on, like we didn't know, like early on in the Assassin's Creed universe, we didn't know anything about the precursors. So at, at that point, like it could have been like Eldritch monsters. Yeah. But then, as they started like, explaining, week, I've only played the first game. Yeah. So, <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. when I beat the end, it's like, what? There's there's like a wizard here now. Yeah, and it's then tragic. oh, and it gets it gets crazier because there's definitely like some some parts like in some of the like the the earlier games. Where like you get like flashbacks of like people like escaping the precursors, uh, like a precursor mm-hmm. facility, and when you see the precursor uh, precursors like in silhouette and their eyes glowing and shit, they look like fucking eldritch monsters. And I was like, ah, mm-hmm. like it's a really cool creepy moment of like when the characters are trying to escape. And then as it goes on, it, it explains that no, they're just they're they're another type of they're another like um, uh, sapient species that were much more advanced than us. They had a, a triple helix in their DNA. Uh, which made them like slightly larger, and their like their brain was a little bit more complex and dense than ours. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, like basically, it went on like to explain. Once you start explaining with science, 
what it is, it stops kind of being that eldritch thing because it's yeah, able to be comprehended. To be exactly. Yeah, it's, for sure. Like eldritch stuff is not supposed to be comprehensible to human minds because we are uh we are are not like prepared for it. I comprehend. Yes. I comprehend the, the fact that it's <laughs> it's un uncomprehendable. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and that has been my tangent into the Cthulhu, into into Cthulhu would make it better. <laughs> uh, I will I will move on to the next thing. Okay. Uh, which hilariously, I look at my notes has roll sand in it. <laughs> um, so this is uh, the um, the the la second last entry of the uh, of the instances that we get. So it's the July seventeenth, twenty ten, revolving the the small skeleton, presumably the remains of a child, age five to six. Uh, they don't say anything, but then, as I said in the rundown, um, the tentacled statue uh, pulls out a uh, a tentacle to go and grab it. Um, however, the 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 admiral literally comes out of his out of his spot in the statue in the in the the alcove or wherever he is, and and like defends the uh, the 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 child skeleton by like destroying the tentacle and then like uh, and then like taking the child with like a flat a blue flashlight or a flash of blue light <laughs> um and and then going back to his spot like after like basically doing the uh the eyes like the the fingers to the eyes and then the uh, fingers to the to the to the monster <laughs> was kind of like the gesture i was getting from his like like pointing his 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 anchor to the monster as he like goes yeah. back to his spot <laughs> um yeah and and at, at this point, as I was reading this, because uh, I was just like, and roll sand, please, uh, to the player characters who are obviously in charge of monitoring the situation and watching the drone footage of this. <laughs> like, I mean, they'd be rolling sand to, for all of them up to this point. I don't, I mean, okay, so like, and I, I, I go into that here. Um, at this point, like, all the other ones have been pretty by the numbers, like, pick a side and proceed with subtle manifestations on the statues, which to me, in in terms of a context of like a, the Cthulhu tabletop game or Delta Green game, it would be no more than like a zero to one sand loss. Like you roll your sand, did you succeed? All right, zero sand. That was weird. Okay, but out of out of a game scenario, yeah, where you're saying that you're you're going a little nuts when you're seeing it. It's a, a pile of bodies that are oh no that's dead, and then they're yeah. waking up, saying things and disappearing. That is, and doing weird things to the. Um, the A and B um, statues, diorama statue things. Yeah. So all that stuff is are things that cannot be done. Okay, yes, but like there would be an initial sand loss, like from the person yeah. who's in charge of of monitoring the situation. But I mean, after after a while, you get you get. Um, uh, it's like, all right, this is all it really does. Like a, a thing comes up, uh, off, uh, like a, a corpse yeah. comes up to the dais, says something, blue flash. One of the things is going to manifest something. Okay. Yeah. So he, like, he took a light sand loss on the first, and then we, as soon as he started getting used to it, it's like, no, here, here's a, here's a really bad one. There's a lot yeah. of weird shit happening. You're taking yeah. that role again. Exactly. And that's my, that's actually my point here is like this. It, it sort of brings it around to this interaction here. Like I love how like we get this escalation, um, because like yeah, it goes on. It, like we get a couple of like subtle things that aren't like I mean to us the reader. It's like okay, cool. Like this is interesting. This is uh, like, but it's nothing really like big and out there outside of like you know a corpse moving up to a dais and talking, and then these statues are just statues mm -hmm. until they're not statues. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Suddenly they're the avatars of these god things. Um, and roll sand, please. Like that's that's mm -hmm. my that's that's what I was trying to get at here. Is like 
I, yeah. I love this. Like, it's not that the other stuff isn't fucked up at all. No, it's that this is even if you're used to seeing all the previous ones, this is still fucked up. Yeah, this is the instance of shit just got real. Yeah, like out of this weird uh, situation. Yeah, hmm. uh, and and yeah, I'm just I'm just kind of commenting um, like and in favoritism to it because like it's a very simple but effective escalation in a narrative. Because, like, you get a couple of really cool, like, some weird, but not too drastic things. And then you get, you drop the base on this drastic situation here, where, like, us, the statues are animated. Yeah, yeah. And uh, then I move on to uh, the uh, 398304. Um, uh, and I don't really, I don't want to go into, like, the full, like, uh, transcription, because it's a full thing. Honestly, you should go and read it. It's really cool. But it's basically the, the Shadow Man uh, who pops out of the, uh, out of, like, an explosion. And and basically takes the 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 corpse who is asking for a third option <laughs> of uh, basically like free will, um, and like goddamn, like all right, through my mythos lens, this right here is the avatar of Nyarlathotep, just all about fucking over the other elder gods, <laughs> save for Azathoth, because mm-hmm. Azathoth is his is uh, his king. But um, so if he is that one. Who did you call Nerlathotep before? Which I, one? I called the, the, the giant. Right? Te- I called the the giant tentacle monster. So then, what is it now? Uh, it if could it's... still be. It, honestly, it could. St- it could still be uh, as uh, Nerlathotep, <laughs> um, because Nerlathotep really? is an elder. So this is the thing about elder horrors. They can be in the same place twice as different things. <laughs> okay. Like, and because could... he's sort of so he's like an eldritch um, Loki. That's yeah. kind of his deal. He's a trickster thing. So he could be tricking this guy into thinking that he's giving him another option, but he's just joining the green side. Yeah, because like oh, like okay. I said, like there's a whole campaign, the tri- uh, the Mask of Nyarlathotep, where you're going across the world, fighting different, uh, like fighting and, and putting down different avatars of Nyarlathotep, and they all exist at the same time around the world. Like yeah. there's the bloody tongue in Africa, there's the uh, the bloated woman in China, there's the dark man in the woods in Massachusetts. There's the Black Pharaoh in Egypt. Like they all have, um, he, and they're all the same. They're, they're all technically the same creature. They're just different versions of him that exist co- uh, uh, coexistently. They all would they be a hive mind? I guess you wouldn't even well, know. Yeah, ma- the the answer to it is yes and no. <laughs> sometimes the they do. Sometimes they don't. <laughs> yeah, like sometimes they're trying to destroy. Like it seems like the overall thing is fuck over humanity or fuck over the earth or like. Or, or or not really. Um, just like be he's a crawling chaos. So he's like he's chaos incarnate. Mm. Um, so like, but so there might be an avatar that is not too bad, and like even so, even somewhat like at the very least like not malevolent to humanity. But then there might, but then there's like a ton of them that are totally malevolent to humanity. <laughs> yeah. Um, or just want to see the world ushered into his rule, or like the see the world ushered into a new era of chaos and and torment, um, or enlightenment, depending on your your view of it. If you're a cultist to him, every time you're um, saying chaos in my head, I'm hearing chaos control. Okay. Fucking shadow the hedgehog. <laughs> oh, okay. God damn it. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, it, it's either an avatar of of Nyarlathotep that like uh, that's also the tentacle thing, and then also this this uh, this trucker like guy <laughs> that pops in <laughs> the shadow trucker, or um. It could be that the tentacle creature is actually just Shubnigaroth, uh, and uh, and the admiral is either the 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 king in yellow in a form or um, or Nodens. And again, that's just my mythos lens, like 
seeing this whole thing. Like it could also just be completely different entities that cadaver commander has come up with themselves um, to which I would like to know more. <laughs> so I have a question about the, um, the shadowy figure guy. Yeah. So he has a build hat, which either means baseball or trucker hat, right? Yeah. Um, but he's a shadowy figure. Is it a shadowy figure that's wearing a mundane hat or is the hat itself also shadow and he's just covered in shadow? Based on the description we get, which it says like it's basically like very heavily, he's basically a silhouette. Like there's a silhouette of what looks like a cigar in his mouth um, as he uh, as he's like turning around, like like as he's turning his position uh, from the drone. Uh, yeah. yeah, like um, SCP-3983 nods, SCP-3893 or 39304 uh, snorts and removes what appears to be the silhouette of a cigar from its mouth, issuing a gout of smoke. That's the only silhouette thing it talks uh, about. Let me though. take a look at the... the... It says the figure is an indistinct shadowy humanoid, adopting the rough shape of a large, overweight human male wearing a... A built hat. hat. So yeah, so, it, it seems yeah. like he's either cast in shadow or he is made of shadow. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So... He's also a hedgehog. <laughs> well, apparently he's a trucker, according to the uh, from from what I glean from what the, the the when I went to the link for three eight nine nine, which is what he is connected to. Apparently, um, it sh- the the image is a, is a giant truck. Yeah. So like is like a giant moving truck. So um and yeah, like basically like I I just yeah this 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 entry like okay moving my, moving aside from my my mythos stuff. Here's an and and here we go into another entry down the rabbit hole that is the Commander Cadavers or the Cadaver Commanders um SCP narrative. <laughs> We're like we've got another SCP entry which is by Cadaver Commander. Mm-hmm. So um I did have a, a Santa Claus SCP um, schedule for next week, but I think we're gonna have to just make December this December all about Cadaver Commander's SCP entries. Yeah, it might have to be. As we as we go down yet another rabbit hole to another entry. So Actually, I, I'm gonna quickly check. Is this the last one in the series though? Because if I, there's another I did, one, then we yeah. might as well keep going. Well, we're gonna have to take a break after December because we have Jeff Yuar, so uh, <laughs> 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 yeah. Hey man, we have we have one commenter in the YouTube channel uh, on, on our YouTube channel that is looking forward to it now. Uh, everyone's gonna be looking forward to it. Everyone loves Jeff the Killer. I only like one of them. <laughs> so but yeah, far. I did do a I did do a cursory look. I'm I, I'm I may have I may have missed something, but it, I think three eight nine nine is the last one. <laughs> I believe so too. I did a quick scan. I did not see any links. Okay, but um, yeah. So I, I might just be a sucker for for um uh, for Eldritch Americana or good old boy personalities on monsters. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I really liked the uh, I really liked this creature's personality <laughs> when he when when he when he, I was not prepared for it when I when I dropped into the interse- uh into that uh that that transcript yeah that incident report I was like wait what <laughs> I was like because because at this point it was like it's just like somber like weird creepy judgment of like souls that's going on or like and like the the taking of souls from two uh by two factions and like okay that's really kind of cruel cool and creepy and you can have a lot of play with this. And then, then and the then the shadowy sh- guy pops in. He's got glowing eyes. Oh, what is this guy? His first word is "hot damn." Yeah, I, yeah. I, I literally like read this whole thing. Like, yeah, it's like three. Like, this is his dialogue. Hot damn! I know that's right, <laughs> little buddy. I hear you loud and clear. Loud and clear, partner. You don't. You don't want any of this shit. Uh, complicated. You want to get the hell back on the ro- on the open road and let the throttle out wide. 
you want to hear the thunder of your own engine. You ain't got no quit in you. Is that right? <laughs> just like, just like yeah. you're goddamn tooting. <laughs> like, literally, he's lying. About, like, the open road and the throttle and the engine and everything. I really thought he was talking about, like, getting on a Harley. Yeah, right, exactly. Or or getting on uh, getting on a Harley or getting in a big old truck and just, and, and, and then just riding across. Like, um, I, I just mean, like, the entire, me reading that whole transcript, I thought he was talking 100% biking. There's no other way around it. And then yeah. the link at the end is like, okay, trucking maybe? Okay. Yeah. Well, again, that's also kind of like the terminology or like the uh, the kind of like uh, dialect that um, is associated with American truckers. Yeah, but it, it does. It is. It is with I bikers. Know. It is with bikers. I will. As, as far well. as I know, yeah. which is very minimal about both biking and trucking. But the term of like open up the throttle, it's kind of like a it, to me, it seems more like a bike thing because it'd be like hitting the gas on a on a four wheeled vehicle, right? Yeah, like it. It is also hitting the throttle, but that's not the um, um, colloquial word for it, I guess. I mean, from again, like I feel like I've heard it uh, said by truckers, like on, um, like on, like American truckers or like those, uh, yeah. those, like those show those those like reality shows where like it's a bunch of truckers moving haul from like one state to the other kind of thing. Yeah, and, um, and again, yes, it is the same damn thing. Yeah, it's just oh yeah, because it was the word throttle. It I could not get the whole. Harley Davidson kind of look out of my mind. Yeah, and again, it 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 might be like something included, like because like this this creature seeds Eldritch Americana, like America. He is definitely an American god. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, like uh, and honestly, like now that I'm thinking about it, like for table talk kind of thing, like table to- uh, table to- uh, tabletop RPG stuff, I could kind of see using this creature. Like maybe we'll get I'll, I'll get a little bit deeper into it maybe when we talk about. Bubba here, whatever this guy's name is. Bubba. I, I just it's it's again it's like a name for like it's like the it kind of just like my my name for like that kind of character. <laughs> um, but like when we get into his entry, I, I feel like what? Sorry, Bubba Lethatep. Oh, yeah, Bubba Lethatep. Yeah, exactly. What one hundred percent? Yeah, Bubba Lethatep. Um, there you go. You're welcome. Could, uh, on top of like Call of Cthulhu or Delta Green, like being used for this, I feel like. There might be some room for uh, for the for the very rules light like one shot two shot kind of RPG game motherfucking truckers or sorry mother <laughs> no mother sorry I got it wrong motherfucking crab truckers oh where, yeah there you go where That's you play as motherfucking crabs riding motherfucking trucks for the motherfucking crab goddess across a weird America. <laughs> and yeah. and and the and the the whole plot is like you you narrate something and then uh and and th- whatever you say goes until somebody else says no motherfucking way and then you have to roll off <laughs> to comp- uh, like that that's the that's the rolling mechanic is like you you can keep you can you can spout stuff and say that your character is going to do something and it's it's true until either the gm or another player says no motherfucking way and then you're rolling off to uh, to, uh to to compete against to see who narrates the situation so if your players are like really passive and nice and they don't want to interrupt you you just stay the entire story and they just sit there quietly <laughs> yeah it is it is definitely geared toward having fun in like a, a more kind of competitive way because you're all, you're kind of vying for control of the narrative yeah both from the gm for like three or four gms to play one gm what? is technically running it However, yeah. yeah, I mean, that it's it's definitely like player fronted. But yeah, there is a GM that kind of like helps orchestrate. So like if your players are being passive and some of that, 
Um, basically, the GM can be in there. It's like, no motherfucking way. You, Bill, what do you want to say about the situation? <laughs> like, just throw it at somebody else if they're being passive about it. But, um, but yeah, um, I, I feel like that's that might be something for the next one because uh, just because it's going to talk more about about Bubalethotep here. Um, yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, for this one specifically, like it, it's really just like Delta Green, Call of Cthulhu, like going, like being being the scuba, either being the 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 non, like being the first people to go to find this cave, or being the guys at the SCP Foundation just like monitoring the situation. Then having this happen is like, oh shit, we need to get down there and figure out what's going on, and then like just dealing with that. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh. But yeah, that's that's basically my actual thoughts on this story <laughs> on, the, on this on this entry is uh, a lot of Lovecraft. Oh, I, I was getting a lot of Cthulhu Mythos vibes uh, as I read, and then Bubble Lethotep showed up. So, 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 Mikey, these days, Revil, your uh, <laughs> y- your thoughts. Um, well, first thing, uh, there is a second link near the end. What? Uh, it's uh, the word oh. events, Wait. which go. So, investigation is currently underway to determine the significance oh, of these oh, events. Oh, shit. Damn it. I didn't see that red. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, god damn it. Oh, it's about the Admiral's uh, ink. Okay. All right. So, I guess. I mean, so, do we want to. So, here's the thing, guys. So, I've already pushed Santa SCP this year. Do we want to push the Grifter and make this. Uh, and make one of these our new. Uh, make. Um, Make this one next week's the Admiral Anchor, and then make Bubba Left the Tep's entry our our New Year's episode. Do we just want to do like a whole month of SCPs <laughs> and avoid Christmas? Yeah, and just completely avoid Christmas this year. <laughs> I mean, everyone else is doing it for 2020. <laughs> I think we should continue doing the um, the holiday stuff. Like, do something on Christmas and do something on um, on New Year's for recordings. Yeah, we'll I mean, continue, we'll continue these in um, in January, right? right uh, no, no, we got Jeffuary, man. We got so it'll oh. have to be at least in February. You um, just not have Jeffuary, though. I mean, we have two fans, two listeners, two 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 precious listeners out there, at least, at least that just at least two mm-hmm. that that are looking forward to Jeffuary. So <sighs> I, I feel like we can't disappoint them now. Yeah, we can't. You're right. So. So this will be like yeah, well next week we'll do Santa the the Santa SCP um because everyone else is abandoning Christmas this year, we aren't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um and then for for New Year's we'll do the Grifter and then we'll go into January and then we'll come back to the SCP to, to the cadaver SCPs. Yep. First for me. All right. So uh Mikey, you want to continue? Yes. Uh to do uh so I don't have a lot of actual thoughts here, but okay. uh, looking at it, so it, it looks like these uh, statues are basically gods that decide the fate of lost souls, basically. Yeah, yeah. Like um, outside of the Lovecraft stuff, like it definitely seems like there's a a judgment going on. Yeah, and uh, it either seems to be that they accept the burden and help raise the anchor, or they never rest. Yeah, like they're either being put to rest or like like and joining the admiral, um, or they are like joining the army or like joining the mass. That is the other thing. Mm, yeah, and then um, the the one guy that chooses neither gets uh, whisked away by SCP three eight nine nine. Yeah, um, and uh, I honestly want 
to know more? Like, is that more of a one-off type thing or one-off type thing? And like, if other people are defiant, then the two gods will just fight like they did over that baby skeleton. Yeah. Um, and, uh, also what happens if a live person, uh, says something down there? Yeah. Like what, what happened, <laughs> what happened to the, what maybe one of like, again, that could be explored in either another story, another SCP, maybe it has been, or it could be explored in a, in a tabletop game, uh, mm-hmm. where like you're the, di- you're the first divers down there and they find, you find that cave and, yeah you walk up onto that dais and then like, or somebody walks up on the dais roll will save to not speak or to, or to, uh, to not like, to not, uh, spout a proclamation basically. Like maybe there's some kind of like, uh, as soon as you step on that, um, that dais, there's some kind of, um, like, uh, something, something, uh, something befalls you to like compels you to proclaim your allegiance kind of thing. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, and my thought process is that this, could be expanded because uh the scp has dispensable people for such a purpose yeah d class mm-hmm. <laughs> uh yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> good old d class those criminals that are like, totally expendable <laughs> yeah so uh, for there like they're i'd like to know more than what we end up getting so. yeah no i'm i'm with you um I, I definitely feel like there is something going on in the background and like like basically um Cadaver Commander is like weaving a story in the backdrop um through these SCP entries and and I'm here for it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's pretty much all I've got. Okay. Um Gamer, what say you? I'm finishing writing something up once. <laughs> <laughs> I'm currently writing up my own story right now. No. All right. Um, so I only have a few things myself. Um, okay. One being um, the awesome header is back. Excellent. Um, so from I, I didn't know 100% if all these stories were the same um, the same submitter. Yeah. Until you said so today. Well, yeah. I don't I, 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 that before. Yeah. I, I did. I mean, I, I've said who who posted these ones every single one, but. Mm. Well, yeah. I. I, I three yeah. During the. <laughs> yeah, it was during this. It, it was during this one that I like actually looked in. And was like, are, like, is, oh, it is Kim, Cadaver Commander doing all of these ones? So, okay, so they're they're all like done, seemingly done by the same author. Mm-hmm. Um, also, uh, with regards to that image um, at the top, it is part image, but like all the writing is is editable, editable, yeah, it? edit editable. Oh, <laughs> it can be edible. edited. <laughs> I know, I I know, I said that wrong. <laughs> it can be like all the writing in, that's on the that diagram can be edited so it is it's not just a like a flat image um that they're putting in there that's actually part of the uh the format what image are you talking about oh the, that yeah the, the, oh, the container the yeah all the all the header images of that yeah yeah like, like I, i'm, I'm looking at circle things with the lock and the numbers and the stop sign that's yeah. images however it's all everything else is formatted yeah wow yeah and i wouldn't even be surprised if work. like um the uh the separate like all the different icons like they're all modular as well like they're probably like all like cut like this is probably all cut up um for, uh and like basically every time the Shut person up, goes photoshop. in they can yeah either photoshop or like web design basically like designed to be like able to to move things out because i think it looks like the images can all be like moved like separately from like where they are yeah so. like the whole stop sign thing on the right 
it's just using the same images. So like when you click in, okay, it's dark. So then the dark thing goes there in the in the stop sign. Yeah, pretty neat. Mm-hmm. No, again, it's a uh, we we've been gushing over this since we start since we found it in the first uh, of these uh, of these entries. Since like this, it is... wasn't in the first one. Was, was it, it not in? Was it not? In... I don't remember it because I was surprised it was in the previous one. Okay. What was the first um, one called? Give me a second. I can pull it up because uh, it's I, been. Mal- <laughs> I think it's thirty-eight ninety-seven. Perhaps. Um, I actually have to pull up the pre- my my list of of pastas we're doing or we've been doing this week. I already had my stuff pretty much ready to go. Yeah, thirty-eight ninety-seven is the um the flying mass of tentacles. Yeah, yeah, and it didn't have and that. That one does not have a header. No. Okay, so maybe like so like they, as they went on, they started on. doing stuff. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah uh, moving on. So a dais, I had to look up what that was. So I learned really? a thing. <laughs> okay. I don't know all the things. I, I, I know. I'm, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have. I shouldn't have judged you that way. Um, like, yeah. I, I just. I, I know. I, I mean. I mean. It's. It's. It is a church thing. So. <laughs> was that? Was that supposed to mean? <laughs> it's fine. But yeah, yeah, I had to look it up. I, I don't. I didn't know. Mm-hmm. So we're learning things. Hooray! Yeah. Then um, my next one is in regards to the whole. The whole event that happens with the corpse waking up and everything, that whole event kind of almost feels like a character select screen in a video game to me. Right. Uh, you start uh, your game, and the camera pans in to show the room, zooming yeah. into the like, pile of bodies at the back. And then from there, you pick male or female. And then you cycle through all the available bodies of that gender. And, and then, then, the and then and you then pick the cinema, one, and yeah. climbs out of the pile. And then the camera yeah, or, zooms around behind your head. And here you get control. And then here you're tutorial yeah. on how to move, and you walk up to the dais, and then there's a climbing tutorial on how to get on top of the dais. And then once you're there, you pick left or right to pick your faction or power. Oh my system. god! Or like while you're before you do your proclamation, you go you run through the different voices of your character. Yeah, exactly. I yeah, I kind of fucking oh my god! I want someone to turn this SCP into a video game. But yeah, damn it! I want I want this to be a video game so that we can. Like this, like I just want somebody like one of those indie like computer game like those indie game guy creators to like just make a, a character a, a character creation like level or something or world or thing where it's just about like going into this like SCP entry. Just make it a whole game, man. That yeah. kind of intro is perfect for like a straight up MMO where it's like yeah, you're and your two sides of the faction. Like, you're picking right. your faction side, and then when you get into the world, wherever they get teleported to, some weird dimension that they're teleported to where there's these two factions that are warring each other and you're playing this MMO kind of like wow with horde versus alliance and you're yeah. just going through and doing your things and it's all fucked up and weird yeah and i mean like even in like yeah you could even yeah you basically tell like a whole like basically again like you could tell a whole story about that in like uh in a video game like have like this like warring faction thing hell in tabletop rpg stuff uh another call of cthulhu rpg campaign uh the sense of the sleight of handman actually has you do this where yeah. um, you're, 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 you start off as characters like drug addicts in the 20s or 30s. You all take a special drug that sends your minds to the dreamlands. And you wake up in a pile of bodies. Uh, and oh, like, in, in different, in, in, you As you've possessed one of the... Basically, they're all like a bunch of blank shells. Like, they're all a bunch of like blank bodies. Uh, they have no minds of their own. And they're just like in a, in a body pile. And you have to re-roll your physical attributes. <laughs> Um, because sure. you, you, you can either, you can either make, choose your own attributes or you can randomly roll them yeah. to see like what kind of character you are, you're playing now. And yeah, you, and then you just wake up as a, <laughs> exactly, exactly. And then you just wake up as like, 
uh, oh, you were you were a uh, uh, an Irishman um, uh, down on his luck in in New York in in the twenties. Now you're uh, uh, a big monster mountain of a man, um, like dark dark tan skin from like the from from ocean work from like uh, from like ocean sun, and like giant like tribal tattoos all over your arms and stuff like that. So because you're like you were like this gangly Irishman with like a pin, a pittance for a strength score. But now you've got like a strength score like that rivals even a shug off. <laughs> now you're the rock. Yeah, exactly. Now yeah. Oh my god, it's basically they're that Jumanji. It's the, the Jumanji sequels. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Son of a bitch. We got that. We got that Call of Cthulhu game. It was it was Jumanji the whole time, guys. Oh my god. <laughs> uh I fucking love it. Um, but yeah. Um, yeah. No. Go. go continue. <laughs> That yeah, the only other thing I have is in regards to the, the ending with the um the tacked on links in there, like in the previous one. And like yeah. in the previous one, I'm gonna um recycle the same things I said. I kind of wish the content of those links and the reasoning why they're there is brought up more prevalently. It's not mm-hmm. it, they're, they're just kind of show up, you know, where it's it because it says, what does it say here specifically? Like investigations ongoing to determine the significance of these events, but those yeah. events that it's talking about with that link don't have anything to do with these events. Yeah, it seems like there should Unless be a little they bit. do, but yeah. nothing's brought up. Yeah, it seems like there should be some more information, like regarding the connection, like the connective tissues there. It's yeah. just it's just adding. It's like, oh, by the way, like the this is the author's note. It's like, by the way, these are connected to this other SCP entry. Check out that entry as well. I did. Um, but like, well, yeah. no, because no, that would break immersion. No, 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 I don't. I mean, like that's that's kind of what it's saying, out, like yeah. between the lines, kind of thing. Like the, for because, sure. because there's no like real connective tissue that is promoted. It's just it's just kind of out of the blue. Yeah, but it doesn't have to be. In the yeah. previous one, we connected the tissue by saying like uh, these events may also coincide with events of um, with um, our experience with SCP thirty eight ninety nine and stuff. Instead of it being like a sortie has been established. Authority to establish meaningful contact with SCP-3899 has been initiated. It's like, what? What does that have to do with any of this? It, it didn't well, call yeah. that other guy 3899. It called yeah. him uh, SCP-3983-04. Yeah, it should have said, like, it seems like there seems to be a lot of uh, heavy similarities between three, uh, uh, between 04 and this SCP entry. Um, so, or, like, following the events of... Um, uh, 389301 incident report of the 27th of November 2010. Um, there was con- there was further contact with the uh, the shadowy being, which is now deemed SCP-3899 as it as he is his own entity. And um, this is the and then on that link that shows it. You know, yeah. There needs to be something there to connect it. Yeah, there, there's it's a little too sparse at the bottom, like that uh that kind of connective tissue pair. Yeah, it almost feels like all the stories were written and then. They were assembled in an order, and then there was just a little blurb at the bottom to connect them. Instead of yeah, having be, the connective tissue being written in. Yeah, I'd be I'd be curious. Like, maybe I'll I'll try and like dig it up for like next session or, or next next episode we do this uh, um, to see if like these entry that these these bottom paragraph things are were were like a later addition. Because because I, I mean again like like I like I've said earlier. Um, this, these these entries can be edited like and they go through uh, they go through like various like revisions and such too so mm-hmm. like this is this is page revision number 23 oh, wow um and it was last edited 
September 11, 2020. So, what I really like about the SCP stuff, it's edited a whole lot. Yeah. I mean, again, like, yeah, it, it is a, it's, it's definitely one of the more refined, um, like creepypasta esque creative writing ventures out there yeah. because it is not just a single person who's like posting their stuff or not just like an amalgam of like, of, of amateur writers putting their stuff out there and just like seeing who will like check out their stuff and read it. And, uh, and like, cause it's kind of a crapshoot with like creepypasta.wiki and, and com and stuff like that, because you're just posting your story out there to kind of get some criticism. But half the time you get like just lots of people gushing over your story because they thought it was really creepy, but they didn't actually give you any creative or constructive criticism about it. Yeah. Um, or like, you know, there's like only a handful of podcasts that, <laughs> that do so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and uh, but with, with with SCP, like it is it was built off of a foundation of creative writers who um, all have like a, there's like a, a group of them that go through the, the entries and try to refine them because there's a standard that they have they want to meet. Yeah. SCP is like checks a lot of the boxes that I have for uh, making a creepypasta that I enjoy. Yeah. It's high immersion, it's edited, and um, it's all interconnected. Like, yeah. These are directly connected, but even without those direct connections, it's left to assume that all the other SCPs... Well, it, you showed me uh, a couple of times ago, there's multiple different uh, SCP universes that are going yeah. on. Those are all contained universes where there's multiple entities in each one. Exactly. Yeah. There's there's Where different like cinematic. Like, yeah. There's like different cinematic universes kind of thing or canons. Yeah. Yeah. Or if you read like Slenderman and then the Rake and um um who is phone of course. Uh, of course. Yeah. There's no connective tissue. You you're kind of left to assume in those situations that they're all in their own separate worlds. Yeah. Where, or like, it's the old fucked up. Yeah. Thing. Exactly. Or people have taken those characters separately. And combine them into their into and like shoehorn and like put them into a world like Everyman Hybrid, the the yeah. Slender Vlog did that. Um, actually, uh, there is a uh, uh, an art a, a kind of SCP like like a, a group of creative writers who have been writing. Um, they're called the Fear uh, Mythos, mm-hmm. and the Slender Man and the Rake are are members of that Fear Mythos. Um, and I think there are, may be some other uh, creepypasta monsters that have become there, but they're basically like. They categorize the creepypasta monsters as fears of like a, a specific fears of something, um, and they're they're basically like a, an archive of gods or like of like of entities that um that have like weird supernatural abilities over people. So they're like the personification, blah, blah, blah. personification of different types of fears. Exactly, yeah. Like What's the fear of. Um, I'd have to. Uh, I, I figured you'd know off I, the top of your head. It doesn't matter. I think I it's know. like I think it's either fear of the unknown or like the fear of like isolation yeah i was gonna go with unknown because uh, i know the rake is i think the rake is the fear of violence Sounds um, about right. if i remember correctly it's been a hot minute since i've i've taken a look over at the fear mythos but um yeah yeah that's about all i got for my notes all right um well then i guess we move on to final thoughts um so yeah regardless of my 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 mythos lens um and regardless of if this is in fact like tied to some kind of like like the cthulhu mythos or not I really do like how Cadaver Commander is weaving this narrative between the various entries um, that we've been touching on. Um, there's definitely something going on in the the background between these SCP entries that they've been uh, they've been building off of, um, and I, I look forward to keep like learning. Like it's like we're going down a rabbit hole. Here. 
with like the different entries and I, I'm enjoying it. It's almost like it's like, like we were saying earlier, like just a minute ago, like it's its own like kind of connected universe here or like little like canon in the SCP universe. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, that's a, just a really cool feeling of like, I'm, I'm excited to keep digging into it. Now we'll have to wait. Well, you'll have to wait audience for like another month or so before we go on to back to the, to the next two that we've, uh, we've, we found. And I mean, who knows, hopefully there's, I mean, maybe, maybe there's a few more entry, uh, like links that we've missed. <laughs> Oh God! <laughs> I don't think we have. I don't. Yeah, I don't think so. I. Uh, but I mean, we we missed one today. So. <laughs> oh, you did. I saw it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. But yeah, we'll. Uh. Well, I look forward to looking at the uh, the next couple of entries and and, and diving back into the uh, the cadaver SCP entries. Um. So yeah, I I think bottom line for me, uh, I recommend this and the other ones because it's a a cool venture into like an interconnected. Uh, it's almost like a series of connected one shots. Like there's there's a there's an overarching plot or of some kind going or narrative going on in the backdrop, but they're all like individually interesting and 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 cool. Mm-hmm. So, uh, like if you had a canon within an in another canon, exactly. Yeah, the first canon. Exactly. Another like, canon has multiple shots of ammo within itself. I don't know why I didn't expect this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. A, a large cannon that fires an, one cannon, and then like once it hits its apex in the air, it fires off its shot, which continues yes, it going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, makes perfect sense. Yeah, clearly. Mikey, would you like to do your recommendation? Um. Well, this one on its own, um, I'm only going to give a partial recommendation because okay. uh, while it is interesting. Uh, it is kind of hard to sort of associate it to the other ones that we've read. And it left me wanting to know more, like give me more scenarios of what's actually happening. I mean, they might uh, be there. We just haven't gotten to them. <laughs> well, but if we know how SCP goes, it's usually this is the topic, everything sort of pertained to this one thing. And then the next one has something that's, partially related but not i mean perhaps i mean i I definitely feel like this one's like these ones definitely have a stronger connective tissue than some other scps that Mm -hmm. so but your your bell from beauty and the beast like i must have more (laughs) (laughs) yes mikey mikey over here being uh, being our our uh, our disney princess (laughs) i know what the title art's gonna be yep Just Mikey, Mikey in a princess outfit on a dais between two statues. <laughs> one is me, one of me, and one of of, of Gamer in Yellow. And, and then, and just like proclaiming, it's like I must have more. <laughs> I'm assuming you will be the tentacle monster. Of course, of course. <laughs> That's fine. Well, you're you don't want to be the admiral in yellow. Oh yeah, I do. Exactly. Of course. <laughs> Perfect. All right. Make sure to write that down <laughs> so I don't forget. Yeah, that happens. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I guess I uh, guess on to, to gamer. Um, yeah, uh, for me, I'll probably give it a personal recommendation as well because it's interesting. But going into it, it's nothing like what I thought it was going to be. Because um, you called this, you were hyping this up as like, oh, this is the one that talks about the mother and everything. And it's like I don't know who this mother person is, unless it's referring to like I, I think it was the, referenced. I remember or something. I remember referencing it in both the previous ones like the the one with the sky yeah. monster because it, it, it mentions this entry and then I, I remember like like glazing over this one i was like oh cool well, that's what it's connected to 
some kind of like eldritch like creature that's like the mother of all these monsters. And then it cuts to and then we get to Helling Hank and he references it like like she's pissed. She's watching me now and she and she's pissed, the kind of thing. Um so like there I, I saw those kind of connections. But like again, you guys know me, I kind of like overhype things, so I get over excited when elder gods and eldritch horrors are are mentioned. <laughs> I squee pretty hard. But yeah, because of that it, it felt like I, I read the wrong story, honestly. Oh. <laughs> because you're like, there's oh, this is the one that's underwater and it talks about the mother, and then I'm like, I don't know who this is. Okay. It's a cave underwater, but I was just it was lost on me. Yeah. So I don't really get it. All um right. it's kinda neat and it's very video gamey, so I, I like that. <laughs> and it has the potential to be like the, the starting to the uh cadaver commander series of uh of games <laughs> why does that sound like oh uh, what, i feel like there's a kid commander commander kid or something like that is that what i'm thinking of i don't know like the the the, the doom the doom like the the non like violent doom game like spinoff game thing like commander commander kid or something <laughs> like that isn't the name <laughs> checks quest <laughs> yeah yeah checks quest. I checks quest. No, i thought there was like um, a like a commander kid who has like uh or commander keen that's what i'm thinking of maybe yeah the the one with like the Anyway, yeah, sorry, continue. And and yeah, like I, I kind of I I agree. Like I feel like this would be a really cool like character creation like thing where you're inside of a a pit of like bodies or like you're in a pile of bodies, like and your your character you, every every aspect of the character select is just you crawling through a pile of bodies to try and get to the surface. Pretty much, yeah. And cadaver commander would be a pretty good name for it because you're commanding the cadaver. Like that's oh, your body right. now. <laughs> you're you're the, you're you 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 become the general or like, or the commander of the art of the uh, the faction. Yeah, like that's the Was game. Is it like a freaking RTS now? It's like either an RTS now. Or, it, well, it's either an RTS or like um or it's like just a, like an adventure game where you like uh like like Dragon Age Inquisition where you become the Inquisitor and mm-hmm. rally a group of like of, of of basically rally a group of of personal friends and companions. But also an army behind you. Oh yeah, it'd be really fucking cool. It'd be like a really cool, like gross necromancy store sort of kind of thing because you have all these like lost souls that are all like still like very bodies of various in various states of decay. It'd be mm. a, like a really cool like netherworld style like adventure game. God, I want this they're game. All just, dude, they're all just like people, you know. Yeah, they're not like weirdly pup. They're being puppeted by their own mind, basically. But they're not like. They're not robotic in a way, you know, because yeah, yeah. all these guys that are saying things, they're saying things like their character, like the What's character it? was in life. Yeah, so like still this, them. This is reminding me so much of the the um, of the uh, not Tartarus, the un, uh, the Hades um, uh, DLC for uh, for Assassin's Creed Odyssey, where you're in the underworld helping out a ton of lost souls. Nice. Like that's kind of what I'm getting they're from just, this. It's like God damn people. it. Yeah, and they're just yeah, they're just like people like from the Greek world with their that that were were people from the Greek world, and now they're lost souls in Hades, and you're trying to help them out like reach their uh, reach their proper afterlife. Nice. And I was just like, so it's just that, but you're one of them. Yeah, and, and, and yeah, and you've been tasked with like commanding them, like for this this army against another faction. So God, cool. God, I want, I love this. Thank you, Cadaver Commander, for co- for creating for for inspiring this for like for. For giving us this these entries, damn it! Mm. For un- unintentionally inspiring the game series based on your own name, <laughs> yeah, that is totally set a real in, thing. Set in a happen. set in a canonical or set in an SCP universe, mm-hmm. otherwise known as our head cannons. Yeah, I might have <laughs> to. I might have to like take this and and borrow it for uh, for our for our myths end campaign. Oh yeah, 
or even like make this into like a, a dungeon world g- campaign where like you guys are like are, are like the the people who have been chosen. Mm-hmm. Well, that's option. Yeah, might have to do it. Well, we'll have yeah, to see. For sure. On my recommendation, the story itself, I I can only give it a light recommendation because I don't also I also don't see as much connective tissue for this one as the previous two because the previous two, it's like okay, flying uh, amalgam of bodies. Okay, that's a thing. Then Holland Hank is a thing, but it says in the story, it's not tacked on the end. It says in the story that that flying amalgam of bodies is always around him when he's doing his fishing. Yeah, and then this true. one shows up, and it's not referencing the previous ones at all. Except for Holland Hank is like, like he says, like she's watching him, and then it's like this may be related to this entry here. Um, yeah, yeah. She and like it doesn't. It's not like the fisherman guy. With, is Holland Hank, unless it is. Unless he's the or unless he's the one that's that's telling Hank to do stuff. Or is Holland Hank? Yeah, we're not sure yet. Yeah, there's this one just seems out of the three so far, this one seems the, the furthest removed from the connective tissue between all this. Gotcha. It's the so it's the third recommendation for that. Yeah. It's it's the uh the thinnest uh like thread. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Okay. So hopefully the uh next two will explain this one enough that it all connects. That'd be awesome. But as it is, this one is the is my least favorite, unfortunately. All right. Well, fair enough. Um, so mostly re- uh, positive recommendation, um, just in various states of decay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> mine's like, I think mine's the most negative out of everyone's recommendation from the sounds of it. Yeah, I mean, you just you 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 didn't see as much like connective tissue as as yeah. like some of us did. So. That's my word of the day. It seems for this one, it's so like fifteen times. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. So, yeah. Um, that was this week's episode. If you like what you heard, or if you didn't, leave us a comment in the comment section below, or this gets posted, whether it be on Podbean, Facebook, YouTube, or Tumblr. You can also send us some emails at aldente rigamortis at gmail.com. That's a l d e n t e r i g a m o r t i s at gmail.com. Where you can leave us suggestions for other creepypastas, SCPs, spooky stories, urban legends, cryptids. Let us know if you want us to talk about spooky stuff. We'll do it. And yes, we know we spelled the name wrong. On what are you talking about? Yeah, 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 exactly. That's definitely it. <laughs> totally on um, purpose. Um, we're on brand. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, and if you'd like to talk to us on Twitter, uh, Mikey is at the E stands for evil. The gamer in yellow is at the gamer in yellow, but without that W, because his name is too long. Um, it has to be. And I'm at Review Colton. Uh, if you'd like to help support the show financially, you can go to Patreon, look at Dante Rigamortis, and select the back tier you'd like to support us at. We have $2 and $5 tier with special episodes, early access, extra content. For our patrons that are helping support the show, thank you guys immensely. Without you, we wouldn't have the, the funds to keep those hosting bills at bay, and we very much appreciate it. And to our listeners and the writers of these stories and entries, thank you immensely, because without your listenership, we wouldn't have much of a show. It'd be like speaking into the void or into the abyss at the bottom of a, of a, of the Tonga trench. And then we drown because there's water. <laughs> uh, um, and without your, your authorship, like cadaver commanders writings here um, or anybody's writings really uh, of spooky stuff, we wouldn't have anything to talk about. And I'd be sad. <laughs> so thank you immensely. If you'd like to uh, check, uh, check out some of our merch over on Redbubble. You can get our logos on a variety of of, of uh, choices. Choices, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> I was like, I was like, what? Are, I was like, yeah, like a T-shirt, stickers, pins, 
in this in our in, in the in our this day and age you can get them it on a mask that'd be like a really cool like like just like our our maw logo on a mask would be really cool that would be a badass mask or and and like this is for you like for you die hard al dente fans if you want to get a shower curtain uh with al dente rigamortis's logo on it and then send us a photo of that of that shower curtain in your home that would be baller <laughs> that would be that would hilarious year. yeah that would make this year <laughs> this terrible year it would make us it, it would just absolutely make it um but um, until next time, I've been your host, Review Cultist. I'm Mikey. He stands for evil. And I'm the gamer in yellow. And this has been Al Dente Rigamortis. Sleep well. Sleep well.